Y'all ready to be history? It's starting. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code, PAP200. Had a big rave, actually, with um, an Australian talent who bought a Tribooth. Loving it. Jules nice. Lander. Um, and also happy to hear that. Yeah, very, she's very happy. And also Austrian Audio, making passion heard. In fact, you're hearing it right now with the OC18. Same here. You're on the 818, I think. I'm on the OC818, yes. And I've been doing everything from this mic the last month and... I get a lot of compliments about the sound, and uh, and then they see it on camera and go, "What is that?" Yeah, so I get to talk about it. I, I love them. Anyway, what do you attach your microphone to? Would be a mic stand, something you don't even really think about when you buy one. But there is, um, there can be some complications if you get the wrong one, particularly if your microphone's heavy. You wanted to talk about something, George, about some company you know in LA that builds mic stands. Well, yeah, there's a, there's, well, there's the old classic, right? The one that you think of when you go into any venerable studio, at least in the U.S., and that's called Atlas. You've seen Atlas stands. Do they, no. do they come down, down under? Do you see Atlas brand? I know. No, I, I, K&M. Probably got, not. Yeah, because K&M. it's expensive to ship things that way. Exactly. That much. Like certain, certain things are repeated locally. Right. You find that's, that's that way with like air conditioning systems and anything that's heavy to ship. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I have yeah. a Tama is my main one um, for like the drum pedal. Oh. Um, and drum I people, love it. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Is it a triangle base? A tri- it's, the, it's the one or? with the boom arm. The boom arm that sort of comes out as well. Uh, so yeah, and then is it, do the legs fold or? Yeah, is and the it legs fold up. And the whole thing it's, it folds up into nothingness, which is kind of cool too. Got it. Like I've got, well, actually not this one. This is like the cheapy ten dollars stand here, but I've got um, ultimate support stands over here, and also the Atlas for like the really heavy like tube mics, basically, and mm-hmm. couple couple of the LDCs, but really. A lot of the like large diaphragm mics are getting light enough and small enough, and the you know you can get away with a a medium stand. George, what's your feeling on tripod stands versus round bases or Ooh. other? Well, round uh, bases are with a boom stand. Forget it. Like yeah, hopelessly, totally unstable yeah. and yeah. a really bad idea. Um, there's some stands that have like a much more weighted base, and some of them even have wheels. Um, K and M. Well, the the, the Atlas, Atlas stands have wheels. Yeah, yeah. K and M Atlas, both of them do that, and uh, they're a lot more practical. Um, I had one made by I think it was on stage uh, stands. Oh, maybe it's on stage they have that. And ult- it had four legs with wheels. It was massive. The legs took a. It was like impossible to use it without tripping on it. I mean, it was really made to be used in a large room. You know, where you really want to suspend a pair of really heavy mics. You want to Over. put a decatree up? Oh yeah, a decatree. Yeah, exactly. And there if are anybody st- wants to know what that is, that's like imagine three tube micro, like three tube microphones all being held in a triangle by one mic stand. Yeah, yep. there's one yeah. about there's one, twenty feet in the air. There's one made by Triad Orbit called the Starbird. I'm looking online right now and looking at these. The Starbird SB1. It is a fifteen hundred dollar mic stand. 
Um, and it's made to hang and hold very big, heavy mics very high. Um, and, you know, in a studio where it's suspended over maybe millions of dollars of acoustic instruments, like if you're recording a orchestra, one cello or one violin in that room could be half a million dollars. It's worth more or than the more. mic. Yeah, it's worth absolutely. more than everything in your studio is yeah. that one cello. And Indeed. there could be 20 of those in your... So you don't want to drop the mic. <laughs> Um, there's another brand I've seen at a lot of the trade shows, AES and NAM, and it's called Latch Lake. And they're known for the clutch or the, not the clutch, but the part of the mic stand that holds the angle position. We all know how annoying, annoying a droopy boom stand is, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, you put like how many times you put the mic up and then you look over five minutes later and it's, <laughs> you, it's an inch micing up their belly button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's just laughs> yeah. this yep. thing solves that problem because the 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 mechanism that holds the angle of the stand is unbelievable it's really impressive it's almost more akin to a disc brake in a car wow. so it has like a very large braking surface and then a very large clamping surface like a brake pad that locks it in place and it is really impressive well i so. see the triad orbit has like a disc with you know the the pull-out pin yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. I, I've, I've, I've got those on the top of my Atlas stands actually, and, the, and they yeah. are pretty useful. The Triad Orbit. I, I'm not sure which one it is. I could take a picture. Is and, it the kind that lets you switch mics quickly? Is that what you mean? No, those are also cool though. But those are expensive systems where you basically just like yeah. permanently mount each because you have to. The problem with those is like as your mic collection goes, every yes. mic now has like a fifteen dollar tax. It starts on to it. add up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like so, but but those are pretty slick when you see studios that use them. They're just like, go oh, get this mic. You're like, uh huh, and it's up on the stand. You're not like threading it like some doofus for three minutes. You know, true. Well, you know, you're most likely to drop your mic when you're putting it on your stand. Um, in fact, one of the rules I always, always tell my clients is take the mic out of the shock mount, thread the shock mount onto the arm or the stand, and then put the mic back in because that is the point you're going to drop the thing. Audio engineering yep. 101. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Until you're sure. It. Yeah. And even then, although the, the other time that you can have it for like a poorly designed shock mount is, uh, some of the ones that just are like straight pass through, there's some audio technicas that are that way. Mm-hmm. And they just rely on a few little pins, pin screws to grab onto the mic. Yeah. Or even worse, some of the audio technicas literally use a rubber band that fits into a groove on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very weak, uh, <laughs> very weak mounting point. Yeah. Those mics can go right through their mic stand, yeah, they can. essentially, or, or their mic mount. The mic cable ends up, the mic ends up dangling from the mic cable. <laughs> Right, exactly. The thing that saves you is I I had one go down because, and and so what what I've learned actually a little bit if possible is sometimes if you're like clip on that cable and then put it in the the mount. Oh, I was about to say that. Yeah, put the cable through the ring on the mount, plug it into the mic, then put the mic and screw the little knurl or slide it in, right? So if it falls, the cable keeps it from falling. Crashing to the floor. Um, unless you're using the MagSafe cable that we patented. <laughs> the MagSafe cable. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's ever going to be a thing, but I, I like the idea <laughs> of it. I like the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just funny, like, connectors that are made to be purposely, like, weak, you know, like, yeah. here, here's this big broadcast. <laughs> it's it's really important. It's the of... president. Yeah. It's the president. Like, right. let's put these across. 
No, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> well, in, interestingly, a friend of mine who's got a company down here who actually dis, um, is a distributor for Austrian Audio, they came up, and I'm sure they've got the patent pending, on a mount for an external speaker, a large speaker. And it was, and I said to them when I, when I first saw it, it's like, forget the speaker, that's the moneymaker. So you attach this thing to the wall, and it's a ball and socket, but the ball inside the socket is like a golf ball. Uh-huh. It's got lots of pinholes all the way through it. Oh, little dimples. Yeah. yeah. And the pin goes through the actual socket and attaches itself into the pinholes. So it's almost infinite adjustment. You can sideways, up, downs, whatever you want to do. Yeah. But the thing doesn't, never moves. It doesn't, Once you lock it doesn't it in, slip. It, it yeah. can't slip. That's brilliant. That's great. Yeah. It's a good I'm design. trying to find it on their website and I can't find the thing. It's mm. part of their... MX Series um, speakers, Quest MX Series. I really feel like I've seen that socket ball thing with the dimpled uh, ball thing. Like, like I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Is that, that what you used to mount really yours to, to the roof of your studio, AP? What did you mount yours to? You? No, no, just no, just normal like little um, uh, roof yeah, mount. You, um, you can get stands. threaded ones for the for the roof. Yeah. How do you find like, that? Because like like for instance. Well, well, here's the way it goes. Like a lot of the old round base stands, you would thread the mic post into the base stand. So just think of it as being like a really light base, a little, a really light round base that you can screw into your ceiling. And then you have a shorter mic post or depend, you know, cause it, it's only coming down like two or three feet. So you get like a, like one of the taller kick drum um, mic stands and you screw that up to the ceiling. And usually the kick drums even have a boom on them. And and you're done, um, yeah. How about goosenecks? Where are we on, on goosenecks? Ah, uh, yeah. Not not a, not a, there's not a place for them in the studio. Not in a commercial studio, anyway. I don't know. Sometimes goosenecks can be pretty useful when you're just trying to get around stuff. And if you got the really like the ones that you're like, you can hear them. They'll, yeah, they'll those hold. Metal ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll like not the thin ones that you use for like a. A, sh- a windscreen, like not that crap. Oh like no, the ones no, that are yeah. the ones that are like a silver dollar thick, almost. Like, yeah, it looks like a the the veggie washer hose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty strong. Some of them are a little slack. There's a company called um, uh, what are they called? Stage Ninja, and they make one called the Scorpion, and I love that one. I saw it at Nam like ten years ago, and ever since I've recommended it. Instead of using a metal gooseneck, it's actually a segment, like a series of plastic ball and sockets. And you ever seen that mic, uh, what is not microphone, camera tripod called the Gorilla Pod? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Is it is it yeah. the one that, that that's like a it's like you can wrap it around a post or something? Yeah, yeah. it's like a tripod with like three totally crazy. Yeah, Gumby, bendable, like bendable legs. Yeah, yes. that's the Gorilla Pod. So it's the same yeah. kind of concept, but just a single arm. Made by Joby. Oh, Joby makes one too, yeah. Yeah, the Joby Gorilla Pod, yeah. Yeah. Or Gorilla and, oh, yeah, the Joby Gorilla Pod, right. Yeah. This this one by Stage Ninja has been knocked off as well, of just like everything else out there has been. But, um, but it's a great design, and it just has a big, strong metal A-clamp on one end that you can clamp onto whatever. And then this arm that, is very strong. Like once you pose it and put it where you want it, it stays there. And I love it too for like closets. You can clamp it to a clothing rod or to a shelf. You can clamp it to whatever is in your hotel room. You know, like if you kind of just put a mic up, you can clamp it to a steering wheel of a car. Um, it's really, really useful for a lot of things. 
I, I've, I've got a, imagine it's like a thing that clamps onto the side of a mic stand. It just like pinches it and screws into it. Yep. Yep. And then it gives you another five eighths right off of it. Yeah. yeah. And what I often do is I've got a, um, one of these bendy arms and I'll put that and then I'll have like a small diaphragm condenser. You can't put like a super heavy mic on it, obviously, but a lot of mics you can, and then you can kind of get it around and and have with one mic stand, you can kind of even have like, you know, your vocal and guitar kind of thing. And then you don't have like a million mic stands with feet all over the place. You know where I've actually used that same mount. And I, I don't know if they call it like a stereo bar or something like that, where you can put two mic clips easily onto one. But um, it's a similar concept, but I've used those to just put two mics on one boom stand um, for voiceover. So I have clients where they've got a TLM-103 and a 41.6 right next to each other, even behind the same pop screen. Yeah, you can do that with just a normal ORTF stereo bar is is a good one for that because you can get two mics pretty close to each other. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. In fact, I've got that set up in the booth. I have a, a stereo bar with two mics. And that's for when I do Zoom sessions because I use the laptop for the Zoom and my big computer to record if I'm capturing my own audio, of course. Um, so they monitor through one mic through the Zoom and then I'm recording on the other mic you into my system. mean you don't use two mics duct taped together like the Beatles used to do? <laughs> <laughs> with, with it. Yeah, that was like the classic line from Alan Parsons when they were doing the uh, rooftop session and... Uh, Uh, Emmerich said to Alan Parsons, go down the road and buy some pantyhose. So he he ran down the road to Selfridges or Waitrose, wherever he went, and uh, went to the lady. He said, I'd like to get some pantyhose. And she said, what size? He said, to fit a U47. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And she thinks that's like a bomber or something. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You should ask him about that, Robert, when you speak to him next. Yeah, really. Yeah. The, the other mic arm, mic thing we haven't talked about are, are, are literally mic arms, like posable arms that you can mount to your wall, your desk. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of those in most voiceover booths because they just don't take up any space on the floor. Just like, Andrew, you did the ceiling method. I like these because they're they're really flexible, much more easy to raise and lower, I think, for a lot of people. And... um they're pretty commonly available nowadays. There's actually a lot Especially of Especially if you now. get the ones that don't have like springs that go like yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid the ones with the exposed springs that ring like a fender reverb. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. But the other thing about, I always tried to find one of those that I could actually I mean, if you the use ceiling. them, just be smart with them. <laughs> There's one company that makes a mount that will kind of work on a ceiling. And that is uh, Heil. Another company, ah. they may not distribute in Australia. I'm not sure. But Bob Heil, who's famous for the Heil talk box, you know, Peter Frampton, <laughs> he's, he's in the business now of making microphones, dynamic mics and mic booms and arms and stuff. And he's got a clamp that will mount to the ceiling and you can mount one of his arms to that and have it hang down. Um, and it kind of works. But yeah, those arms don't really work upside down. They don't really work No, which is down. a bummer because that if, if you're going to mount to the ceiling, that is the perfect way to do it yeah maybe if somebody were to make a ceiling specific version it sort of inverts the whole thing yeah because most of them have the pin that goes into the socket so you can only have them you know upright you can't hang them because they just fall out the ceiling yeah yeah no the Heil has like what they did was a the post has a groove in it and then the mount has a knob that tightens a little little, uh, Ah, you know thing so it slips into the groove so it won't fall out of the ceiling 
So oh, yeah. that's that's handy. Yeah, his his setup's really good. He has like a it's like a mount with an arm with an extension. It's like twelve inches long, and then the boom arm attaches to that, and it it's as I'm describing. It won't fall out, so it makes the ceiling mount thing really easy, really really easy. But for desktops, I, the one I'm using now is a company called Gator Frameworks. And they've been around a while, but they've just seem to have gotten really more popular recently. And yeah, this arm is the 3000. It's awesome. It looks good. The mic has an internally run mic cable. Doesn't Yellowtech make a really good one? Yellowtech makes the Cadillac or the Mercedes of microphone booms, for sure. They make the Mica series, M-I-K-A, and those are literally the, the best you can get. But those are and probably like really 200 popular. bucks a piece, right? No, they're like $400 oh, wow. a piece. Yeah. Yeah, there. If you buy a Studio Brick booth and you get the Voiceover Edition, that's what you get. You get Yellow Tech accessories inside the booth. So, yeah, those are really, really nice. They look really nice, but they're German made and just like an elastic shock mount for a Neumann's three hundred dollars. Just the flange mount that you can use on your desk and you drill a hole to mount the thing to. That's a hundred bucks. <laughs> just the flange mount. <laughs> Because it's made in Germany. I've installed a lot of mica arms and uh, they're really sweet. They have a way to mount to the ceiling too. They have like a a post that hangs down and has grooves in it where you then attach your accessories. So it's like, I don't know, it's like a tree hanging from the ceiling and you can mount on multiple arms. You can put a copy holder on there, all kinds of stuff. It's, It's pretty slick. I've done a few of those. Yeah, cool. They make like trays that you can put on the mic stands. Yeah, exactly. Like we have in the tri-booth. That's exactly what, there's a tray that comes with the tri-booth and it just happens to fit, you know, onto the PVC leg, the utility pole, we call it. But that's just one of those cup holders for a mic stand. Or or the headphone holders is another another nice uh, accessory yep. for, for a mic. A drink holder, a musician always appreciates having a beverage, well, only water, of course, yep. uh, <laughs> nearby. Um, that's always nice. What about pop filters? I mean, does everyone go foamies? I, for today, I only have one of the the little black stockings in front of my TLM 103. I'm not using a foamy. Yeah, the web. Like, that's usually the best way. Or I, I kind of tend to like the ones that are just the hard mesh, like the grill. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. George, yeah, doing the, Stedman. Yep. The, the Stedman style or just your patio screen. Like that that type of one instead of the actual, but they all work the same. But I like that better than foamies for sure. Foam will slowly disintegrate over time, and it ends up just getting inside the grill of the mic. It actually clogs the thing up. Mm. Maybe you should put a patio door in your booth and just put the mic behind it. <laughs> no. That could look really cool. Well, I don't use one, um, and I tell a lot of my voice voice actor clients that they don't need one. Um, well, it has to be said, if you're a serial popper, though, the foamy is, I reckon, a bit of a necessity. If you're, you know, I, I think it's about if you need to play the proximity effect. And well, like, if you're really good about your mic technique, that's you're what right. It, that, you that's what it comes to down to. Go with that one. Yeah, if you've got good mic technique, I think George is right. You can get away with nothing. But if you're mm-hmm. if you're a newbie, maybe, or if you're just getting your head around mic technique, I and and you're selling your voiceover. Uh, or you're selling your voice, I reckon uh, a 
a foamy is not a bad idea. I'll say this. I Well, I, I don't like foamies. I just like the, the main screens. But some of the really nice main screens are like two screens in front of each other. Because you're right. Some of the plosives will get through those just simple screens. But if you put two in front, it's pretty much as good of a foamy. And I think that all pop filters do make a sonic difference. And I think if you really start going crazy into the rabbit hole, you can hear even like the pantyhose or the really transparent ones. And there's just a difference in the way the other plosives hit and things like that, that if it's better done with mic technique, you know, then... Yeah, like I, I'm not popping the mic. I'm, right. I'm a fist width from the mic right now. Pop, 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 pop. No because plosives. because it's all about just like put your hand in front of your, ma- your your mouth and talk and you'll see exactly where the wind is coming and then point the mic right above that sort of column of air that comes out of your mouth. Right yeah. above or right to the side? Right to, just like out of it, out of a shot of it, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. The plosive comes out in a straight line. It does. Yep. Yeah. And I, but I think the skill is, and I'm not a voiceover artist, but I'm sure AP will correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's very oh, easy sure to start in the right, right position. Like, okay, here's my fits with. But if you're doing a 60 second read or, you know, anything longer than I would imagine, you know, 15, 20 seconds, you end up moving around. Yeah. So it's that skill of making sure you stay in the right spot. That separates the amateurs from the pros. Or, right. or you lean into the mic and you're really playing the proximity effect and then you yep. miss it when you're just going to, you know, like go to the side for a brief second because you're not thinking about your, yeah. you know, what you're Or you go too far to the side and you hear it move. Um, that's the other it one. It could be mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the pro audio suite head clamp. So, <laughs> well, this, is, this is what that other mic clamp was for. It, it, was, it just wasn't yeah. big enough to fit around anybody's yeah. head. Are you talking like one of those things that run <laughs> you when you're having brain surgery where they screw it in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit stuff. like Clockwork Orange. Not quite. Yeah, Clockwork exactly. Orange. With the microphone yeah. hanging in front of you. So you, you it's, know. it's really that, that mic clamp from... Um, the one that never sold yeah. any oh, in the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. M- yeah. Right. Or the M600. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, just yeah. needed to make We're like com- a two foot diameter of one and then it's like into your head. <laughs> <laughs> Be the M600H <laughs> for head. head size. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were mentioning earlier like the best pop screens are like two layers. The the We were talking last week, I was talking, talking about. Um, well, they, the little I, elastomer I they, shock mount yeah. hook studios. They make one that yeah. they make one that just straps onto the mic itself, and it's a double layer with a nice ring around it. And those are really nice, like really well made, and they they're very lightweight, and they just attach to the mic. There's no flexi gooseneck or anything <laughs> annoying. About I know, George. Thing. I have three. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yes, you Oops. have some very uniquely custom made ones. <laughs> yes, I mean, I do. There's there's ribbon mics that people were taking out the internal foam, you know, just to expose that ribbon more because it was oh, like yeah. causing too much of a sonic like difference in the way. Sure. You know, it's like I mean, and and look at a mic like the Manly Gold Reference. There's like nothing there between the diaphragm and you. Most of the really high-end mics have the most open grill. Like you'll you'll look in and the capsule is right there. Yeah, or some yep. of the large di- or the small diaphragm condensers, you look at them and you're like like there's that little shiny capacitor. Yep. Yeah. It's right there. Yep. So I mean, yes, that means it's easier to pop, but on the other hand, it it means that there's nothing inside that head basket where the mic capsule is to 
disintegrate or diffract you know, the sound. Yeah, yeah, screw yeah. up the sound. So, yep, it's exactly. a double-edged sword. It is nice having mics with internal pop screens, but they do degrade for sure. Like if I yep. unscrew the head of my SM58 <laughs> head, which I have right here, there's a piece of foam on the inside of that metal grill. You know. But that will eventually start to disappear. Do you, do you know what's complete. really bad with that? Is the um, the PL twenties, the EV. Yep. Isn't the PL twenty the instrument version of the RE twenty? They're the same thing, and they kept on making one and not the other. And I think that they might have a slightly different shade of gray to them. It's funny because I always learned it as the PL twenty, but is the RE twenty the current one now? The RE twenty has that really huge like head basket mount with slots on the side right and so and what a happens huge yoke mount that holds it so here's what happens to those mics where to the wise the foam will disintegrate because i think they use the foam windscreen also as the shock mount so then all of a sudden the element just is like floppy inside the mic oh boy and now you gotta fix it and they put the mic together with the smallest allen screw ever you cannot find it anywhere. Half a millimeter. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. You got to get this special little Allen screw to be able to get the basket off to Yikes. be able to put the $100 new foamy kit. It's like a, you yeah. can do it yourself, but it's like, man, you can't get into this mic just to be able to. That's probably why yeah. they do it. So you got to send it to them. To yeah, exactly. Do it. Did I ever tell you about the D Snyder RE20? No. What's, what's that one? Oh, I, like, I, I like set the up a D VO Snyder? studio for D. Snyder once, who's the lead singer of yeah, Twisted Sister. Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah. And, uh, and he, he had moved to, uh, he had all of his, he had, he's like, I moved from Philly, I live in Vegas now, but my daughter's got a condo in LA and I want to do VO when I'm there. I'm like, okay. So he's like, uh, head in my office and there's like four boxes. It's everything that was in my studio in Philly. I was like, all right. I unbox everything. It's all wrapped up in paper and everything. I pull out all of his gear and going through everything. You don't need this. Don't need this. Don't need this. All this stuff he doesn't need. And there's the RE20. And the, the grill of it was coated in crud. Oh, and it was like, D. Oh, God. Are you a smoker? He's like, no way, man. I never smoke. You know, he's a real health nut, you know? And he's like, I'll tell you why that happened. He was like, because I did my radio show at dinner time, and my wife would bring me dinner every show. And I was like, ah, say no more. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> oh, and I God. still have that head basket in a box somewhere. <laughs> that sounds gross. Yeah. When he handed you the gross. check for doing that job for him, did you say, we're not going to take it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, nice man, I'll one. tell you, though, dude, the guy was the coolest guy. Or is the coolest guy. He was really, really nice. Yeah, and I've like, met him once. He, yeah, he and his wife were total. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. No, he was a super straight edge guy. Like, really, like, I don't, you know, doesn't do the drug, rock and roll, alcohol thing. Yeah, he's not your picture of rock and roll. He's not your, he's, your poster boy for a rock and roll He's from New Jersey originally, right? He's from Long Island. Yeah, he, he has a very extremely New York thing going on. Yeah. But just like. Like, here's what's obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, no, I, I, dug, I dug the guy. I, it was really cool to work with him. Great hair. Uh, and the thing was, like, he remembered me after meeting him a year and a half before. He oh, that's remembered nice. Me, which was really cool. Yeah. That Talk about a tangent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a tangent. Come for the facts. Stay for the tangents. <laughs> well, but that's hey. why people listen to us. This is the tangents. Yeah. No, because, you know what? Mama, we're all crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Is it over? 
The Pro Audio Suite. With thanks to Trimus. And Austrian Audio. Recorded using Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters. And mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website. Theproaudiosuite.com.